Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. A bit of a festive intro. They're sleigh bells. Did it sound alright? Yeah, they do. Oh yeah. Um, you're not John though. That's the only thing. Um, so we're... I'm not John. No, you're not. Um, John is missing again. Look, at I'll uh, say it's actually my fault. So what we might do is this episode might be a two-parter, and we get John in for maybe a little bit over Christmas. Um, so um, this is the John Bernard Waffle Hour on Waffle Wednesdays. This is episode number eight. John usually corrects me on that, but I think we're on number eight. Uh, if you want to get in touch, you can email the jbwafflehour at gmail.com or Instagram at the jbwafflehour podcast. Um, yes, as I explained, we're um, bringing in a sub for John today. I hope he doesn't mind. But uh, I was a little bit late home, a little bit of a scheduling conflict. So we managed to be a little bit late and it just didn't exactly line up. So we kind of had to get a sub in. Um, uh, as you might have heard, the sleigh bells at the start. This is going to be our Christmas edition. So, if you have not yet, um, go back and listen to. We have seven podcasts up now. Um, the first one seems to be a bit of a fan favorite on the Matchbox Car Park, and then Leanne, the nurse episode, also is probably the second favorite. Uh, we have a little bit of um correspondence from Leanne this week as well. Uh, she couldn't join us but hopefully she'll be back next week so the plan is this is obviously uh, Wednesday before Christmas we'll do tonight's episode we might see if we get John Johnny back for a little bit before Christmas and hopefully then we can line up the other schedules next week for next Wednesday and that'll be the post Christmas one pre uh, 2022 one and that'll be the last podcast of the year which will be episode number nine Today, what we wanted to talk about was Christmas traditions. Oh, and of course, you might have heard uh, briefly there at the start, Sarah is substituting in, even through Zoom. And uh, we still can't manage even to get together. So um, we'll do some um, Christmas traditions. So we have asked a few people about Christmas traditions. Um, some of maybe our regular people that... <laughs> friends maybe not fans yet but uh, hopefully someday we'll have uh, lots of fans and um, we'll get lots of uh, feedback from different things but um, Christmas traditions have you Annie you sent uh, obviously a voice note but you can now tell everybody yourself because um, you're here now and subbing in so fire ahead Christmas traditions what you do what you like doing what story let's go Um, I suppose 
the biggest one I remember is going to mass. So you know, I was going to mass on Christmas Eve, usually around eight o'clock. And I know before COVID, you'd always remember it being absolutely packed. You'd have to be there at like half seven to get a seat. Not necessarily a good seat, but a seat. So I suppose that's one that I remember. And I suppose last year that was one I noticed that like was different because you have to get a ticket to go to Mass. And it was so, it was so like, it did not feel like Christmas at all. It was just like a normal six o'clock Mass. And I suppose that was something that I was like, oh, things have really changed in the last year or whatever. But We'd usually go to Mass on Christmas Eve at eight. And then after that, we'd go. We've, we live in a row with five houses, so four other houses in us. So we'd go down and give the presents to our next door neighbour and a few of the neighbours down there. So that was the one that I'd remember the most. And then I suppose on a Christmas morning is he'd always be open the presents with mum and dad. They'd be my two biggest ones I would have had over from growing up small. I suppose over the last few years then we started going for pancakes so that's another important one that we have there. Uh, yeah you usually roommate on a on a very busy Christmas Eve morning. Yeah and such a small place too so you really do have to fight for a seat there. <laughs> the, the the pancakes are worth it though uh, hopefully we get going on um, Friday it's Friday yeah Friday's Christmas Eve so uh, Friday morning hopefully. Oh yeah uh no no yeah christmas eve friday christmas day is saturday and then Stephen's day is the sunday it's uh, not great when it's back or, or on the weekend it's much better when it's during the day isn't it? or during the week no i don't think i like it i don't think i like it on a weekend i think it's like somebody have it like monday tuesday and then you have weekends before to zoom kind of yeah. makes it one event rather than the event and then the day the weekend yeah, well, I suppose both things are falling on a weekend this year. Christmas is one weekend, and then you have the full week before New Year's is another weekend, isn't it? Um, but what we uh, did ask for a few people, um, <laughs> I'm not sure Nikki understood what I was asking him for. Um, I didn't get a voice note back, but I did get uh, two sentences back off him. Um, and he says he actually has none. He's no traditions. I don't know whether that's just him being lazy or not, um, or not understanding what traditions are. But this is his, uh, apart from me talking about Nicky, this is his first contribution to the podcast. So uh, things can only get better from the contribution that he's just given. So he says, uh, I honestly have none. I pan out and have the dinner put in front of me. So uh, Nicky obviously does actually no work either in helping to uh, get the Christmas dinner ready. So that's a quite a lazy one. I suppose pe- people do do that. Um, I, I think he actually goes to his, well, he's probably just now recovered, but I think he goes to his auntie's house. But I'm not sure on that. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I know one thing I remember is the sandwiches coming out around six o'clock, the turkey and ham sandwiches and the tea. And that's when you crack open a, a new box of biscuits. So that's another thing that I remember from years, and especially over the last few years when you had dad's brother and dad's sister over that you have to lot of show so you definitely have the fine biscuits out around then and the turkey and ham sandwiches but you'd be absolutely busting by then so I suppose with Nikki you would agree that being full is what a day you'd, what you'd symbolise the day with. Um, I'm sure his mother would rather him uh, put in some more effort than that though some, somewhat I although he said that I can't see Nikki getting away with uh, doing um, no washing up or no cleaning up though to be fair I don't think he'd be let away with no. that every little helps 
Um, traditions, I suppose, it's, it's hard to know with traditions then what actually qualifies as a tradition. Do you do two things or one thing two years in a row and it becomes a tradition? Because some of them, I can't really remember when they started, but I do know that I always go over with um, over Johnny on Christmas Eve and we switch around a few little gifts and things like that. So uh, that that's always... Uh, but I, honestly, I can't remember when we started that. We definitely must be at that seven or eight years. I'm... I'm not sure. Maybe more. Definitely when he was in Butterstream anyway. And now he's in Kildalki. But I uh, can't remember when we started that. Uh, but that was in years gone by where we mightn't have seen each other for ages coming up to Christmas. This year slightly different. We've seen each other almost every uh, Monday, Tuesday for recording uh, the Waffle Hour. So that's always good. Um, yeah, no, I do like going over a little chat. And then uh, we'll we'll play this now next. And we'll see how well this, this plays. And uh, we'll tell you who it is after. Hey, Bert. Uh, Christmas traditions. Well, the only real one I have is with yourself. Uh, years ago, we used to, when I was working in the kitchens, used to finish late enough on a Christmas Eve, and sure, you'd call over. We'd play Xbox and Halo. Great crack. Obviously, as time has moved on now, now our tradition is every Christmas Eve, no matter what we're doing, we'll always meet up for a coffee and a chat. Might not see each other throughout the year, but you will never miss Christmas Eve. Oh. Um, that was Connor. Um, so another um person who uh kind of gives us nice compliments about the podcast so far and enjoys it. Um, another friend, I guess. Um, living up in uh city because he thinks he's a big fella, and uh, loving the city life. But yeah, so when he does come home, usually on Christmas Eve we do meet. So usually um, it's pancakes in the morning, Connor in the evening, or Connor in the afternoon, and uh, Johnny at night or in the evening. <laughs> that's usually the run for mm. Christmas Eve. So that's that's my traditions anyway. And you, uh, maybe you don't have Christmas Eve. The which? You usually watch a Christmas movie then after on Christmas Eve. Uh yeah, actually what I like doing is um. Well, I don't know whether we'll talk about. Might leave. Well, we might as well talk about some Christmas movies, and then we can ask Johnny on um, the second part, maybe of episode eight. We'll uh, do an eight point one and eight point two. But um, I do like following the NORAD Santa Tracker. So if you have never downloaded it, it's a great app, and it counts down right down to Christmas Eve until uh, Santa takes off, and you can see him going all the way around the globe, and it, there's a present counter in the top. So I usually have that on the phone. Although the first year I'd, I watched that, it was on the laptop because uh, it must be going 10 or 12 years, maybe maybe longer than that. Um, and once again, I can't remember when I started doing that, but I, um, I know it was on the laptop first, but uh, it's it's interesting enough if uh, it takes you, gets you, get, gets you into Christmas feels, you know. And then Christmas movies. I do like Fred Claus. I think Fred Claus, Fred Claus is my favourite Christmas movie. Um, I know that you don't agree with that. I don't know if you like it or not. I have never seen it, so I can't really comment. <laughs> uh, did I not make you watch it at some point, no? No, I don't think I've ever seen it. So I must actually maybe watch it this Christmas. Oh. But uh, you, you you like the old elf one, isn't it? Like, I don't know what it's about, so I, 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 I may have seen it, but I don't remember what happened in it, so I can't really judge say whether I like it or not at this point. Oh, well, Fred Claus is, uh, is Vince Vaughn and is uh, Santi's uh, older brother. So they're kind of like, you know, typical thing, jealous, doesn't want him to succeed. Then he sees the error of his ways and then he starts trying to be the hero at the end. Ah, it's a good movie. It's probably just one of those like 
not your standard kind of movies, Christmas movies. I think that's why I like it. Uh, a different take on things. It's not like Last Christmas, anyway. Uh, Last Christmas. Oh yes, on Netflix. So we watched it a week with um, is it, what's her name? Oh, Game of Thrones. Amelia Clark. I don't think you were a fan of that one. Amelia Clark. Yeah. At, yeah. Well, like, there's no point. Just in case people do watch it, uh, there's no point spoiling it. There is uh, a bit of a twist in the middle, which we weren't too happy about. Awful storyline, though. Um. Yeah. Well, don't don't spoil too much. It's it's. it's I'm sure some people will like it. Um, but uh, yeah, it wouldn't have been uh, breaking into our top one hundred Christmas movies, maybe. Mm. Um, uh, from uh, Tully being on. No, definitely not. No, t- t- Tully being on um Leanne the nurse episode. So, oh, she's interested maybe in coming back next week to talk a little bit about Christmas. But uh, she did uh text in. She didn't have time being a, a busy mom now or mum, mam, mammy whatever uh, way you want to call it. Uh, so she's quite busy this evening. So I didn't get a voice note from her, but I did get a, a text. Now, I haven't pre-read this, so I'm going to start reading this out, which is probably rule number one of being uh, recording a podcast is you shouldn't blindly read out things, but we'll see how we go. Uh, so big tradition is open uh, a present Christmas Eve, one each. There you go, one each, that's standard. Uh, hot chocolate and bacon with her mam over the years. Uh, with the nursing... Uh, she works every second Christmas day on the ward. We usually divvy out the cooking between nurses' roster for the day, so I usually do spuds. Um, that's that's probably the lazy one, unless you do like fancy spuds like a uh, potato gratin or something. Um, that might be the easy way out, picking the spuds to do. Uh, when I was younger, it was tradition to go to the pub for one Christmas Eve after Mass. Well, I think a lot of people still do that, um, but you won't be doing it this year unless Mass is at 6 o'clock. Uh, love love eating and all all mam stuff and my fave I'm doing my first Christmas dinner this year so fingers crossed I don't choke Alan or poison him <laughs> uh, Alan I, I'd, I'd watch out and try and be super good coming up to Christmas just in case <laughs> uh, because you will be eating that Christmas dinner so you want to make sure it's a good one I'm sure Alan's a good lad though he'll, he'll help out unlike uh, unlike Nikki perhaps Um, but yeah there are just a few that uh, we got in there Um. To say I did ask Paul, but I don't think uh, I haven't listened to that voice note. It's only nine seconds, so I better not play that just in case it's uh it's not what I want to hear. <laughs> uh, but he it's but, gonna be a random thing. Yeah, but he he, he was actually given out slightly uh, when I did ask him first. Just hang on, I'll play this. Hang on a second. This sounds like you're trying to solicit me for content for your podcast. Shame on you, Berkey. Shame. Uh, I wasn't really uh, forcing them. <laughs> I was only kind of asking them, did he have any uh, Christmas durations? I know me and Paul in our younger days, before um, we, we, we got great responsibility for a few years, we did go up to um, Dublin City on Christmas Eve, all right, um, to see all the people panic panic shopping. Uh, but in fairness, he was working today at FM at that stage, used to meet him up there. Uh, that was, uh, well, I suppose that was kind of a tradition. It was just something we done every Christmas Eve for a few years. It's hard to know, as I said, where traditions start and things like that and um, what really qualifies or how many years do you have to do something for it to be a tradition. But the main thing... I think, I think... anything over... Sorry. I think anything over a year or two. Like, if you do something more than... Say you do it one year and the next... You do it for two consecutive years. I consider that a tradition because it's something you're doing and maybe when you're coming up to Christmas, you're thinking about it. I don't know. It's just my opinion on it. Yeah, I because think... I... I've um I've started going over to Anya on Christmas Eve, and I'd say that's only in the last three years. But it's something even that you're mentioning to her, like 
talking about going over because I remember last year we were worried that we weren't we weren't going to be able to go over to each other's houses because of COVID. So it was nice that we still got to do that. And hopefully again this year all going well that we'll continue that on. Yeah, I think uh, most of the time it's um, it's seeing people and uh, organising things like that, to be fair. Um, because most people obviously don't see each other that often throughout the, throughout the year. So it is on Christmas Eve, it's a great excuse to meet up. Um, unfortunately, with the pubs closing and stuff, um, it's, it's eight, eight, eight o'clock isn't going to be uh, great. Because, uh, no, because you think early. people people would think of I know the 23rd used to be a really big night of 12 pubs and everything and that's been gone for the last two years so that's maybe a tradition that has been broken because of COVID-19 like you think since I was old enough to go out I would have gone out on the 23rd whether it was just 12 pubs or just out because most of your friends would be home and most of your friends would be out um, just just when you mentioned uh, 12 pubs, obviously the last two years, it isn't a thing. I think it was going still uh, in 2019. But um, uh, I'll just tell you a little bit the story before Tully became um, a house owner and a, and, and, and a mammy. And um, when she was less respons- responsible, <laughs> when we were living together in Victory Abbey, she came home after 12 pubs. And um, she obviously didn't make it up the stairs to the bed. But um, I found her in the sitting room the next morning. And I have no idea what happened because it was only herself. There was, it wasn't like it was a party or anything. Um, the cushions were off the chair, if I remember, or the sofa. She was lying on the sofa in an elf costume and the electric fire was knocked out of the wall on the ground. Now, I've, uh, I've, I've no idea, as I said, what uh, went on uh, when she came home. But I, I heard none of it anyway. I, I, I was up in bed. But uh, I just remember that was a little bit of a funny thing after... Uh, 12 pubs um i briefly remember i don't know if it was 12 pubs about her not being able to get up the stairs was that it i can't remember i do have a picture though uh came up on facebook there the other day of her in her elf costume and panned out on the floor so i think that might have been that uh 12 pubs hope you just mind me telling her that telling that story but uh That's you shouldn't do 12 pubs maybe <laughs> yeah maybe yeah but uh she, she's much more responsible now and um I'm sure she wouldn't be doing anything like that. Although I think she did go out uh, quite recently. Listen, look at uh, I let her tell um, that story maybe next week. <laughs> she might... Come back, come back to twelve pubs. The most thing, most thing I used to do was about two or three, and then you'd kind of stay in one pub then for a while, and then usually go to the palace. That's what I remember because I found that you were either you're rushing because you're only in one pub, and then by ten minutes out you're gone. It was like way too rigid of a schedule. So like after pub four, you usually be like, oh, we've enough here. Uh, well, I think the majority of them have uh, a prime organiser, I think. I'm not sure if that's correct, uh, to make sure everybody is going around because there can obviously be a massive group going either into all these pubs. I think in Trim, they used to like break up into two groups and it was like staggered and you had to sign up. when t- That was when like loads of people were doing it. Um, to um, make sure like the pubs aren't overflowing or whatever. But you're right, as far as I know, very few people made it all, all 12 uh, in Trim, it used to be all 12 working up the town and to finish in Zangos, I think. Oh, but, yeah, uh, Navin, Navin used to start at the Round O and used to make your way Flower Hill Lodge and it was there, Foxes, the Lantern, up that way. So you'd kind of start at the top of the town and make your way up kind of then towards the Matneys. That would kind of be the route. Oh. Um, yeah, I suppose um, 
once it's uh, uh, some kind of a loose plan, but you, you always end up missing people and ones will be probably having their points and uh, missing um, the la- the people leaving going on to the next one, maybe. I'm not sure about that. Um, there's a few casualties um, as well. Yeah, there, there's always them. Um, now, um, on to maybe, I suppose Christmas dinner um, tradition is the food, I suppose, that which kind of food you have. I know that uh, I do like uh, some sherry trifle of a Christmas evening um, on um, after Christmas dinner. But uh, traditionally you put, not like the way Rachel done and friends with the sauteed beef, uh, peas and onions, uh, mixed in with the custard and the cream. That wouldn't be my uh, trifle. But I know with the jelly and sponge thing, uh, traditionally I think there's like, is it canned fruit or whatever in it? And that... Um, here we don't have that because um, historically as a kid I didn't really like the tin fruit so mum always made it without it uh, put custard on top little uh, cream um, what would you call them snowdrop things with a skittle on top or smarty on top not skittle smarty so um, that's kind of a traditional dessert in our house because I think everybody has like turkey and ham and stuff so you can't really call that a tradition yeah, I suppose here we have strawberry mousse. Mom makes it every year, and I'm just after getting a flashback there. One year she was mixing the strawberries, and she obviously had it too close to this side of the counter, and the whole thing just went plop all over the floor. That's the one thing I have an image of. But yeah, she'd make the trifle as well, and the strawberry mousse. They were the two things she'd make. But I don't really like um, either, so I usually get ice cream or something. I don't know. I just don't like the sponge and strawberry or in the trifle. I don't like strawberries and strawberry mousse, but I just think it was funny. I just have that image and then of her sh- shouting, say that was after fall. And you just think of it all, all, all over the press, all over the washing machine. She's like, clean up to do. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, there's, I suppose there's always mistakes on, on Christmas uh, day. Sometimes uh, things don't go exactly to plan. I don't ever remember it being overly snowy on any of the Christmas days I was, I was knocking around for. Um, I know in 2010, at the end of November, it, it snowed all right, but as in Christmas Day, maybe a, a slight snow. But they said at the start of December, they categorically said that it wasn't going to be a white Christmas this year. And I think over the last couple of days, they've uh, changed their mind and decided that there might actually be a possibility of snow on Christmas this year. So that, that, that'd be nice. And my father said to me this evening when we got out of the car, he's like, it's like getting like snow, so... Usually when they start talking about it, it might actually come. So it'd be nice after the year to get a white Christmas, I think. Uh, Make yeah. it extra Christmassy. Yeah, exactly, because it does help. Um, I know it's got a little bit colder over the last few days because it was unseasonably mild uh, at the start of December. Um, so we'll see what happened. I remember one year the power did actually go out and we had to go to the auntie's house for Christmas. God, when was that? I wasn't driving anyway. Um, I think it might have been the year the, was it the year the PlayStation 2 came out. When was that? Um, I think because I think um I ended up getting a PlayStation Two for uh for Christmas, and I remember uh bringing it down to the cousin's house, um to uh to to play it, or was it that I got a game for it and that's what I wanted to do, um, because I'm not sure when the PlayStation Two actually did come out. Um, oh yeah, oh, it came out in like it it came out in two thousand. So yeah, that 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 would have been about right. I'd say it must be around the Christmas in two thousand. Then I remember getting one as well, PS two. Uh, yeah, the the black uh, slim one. Yeah, after the 
the original grey one. The play- people call it the PlayStation one, but it's just a PlayStation. Um, Remember, you could put the PlayStation one games in the PlayStation two, and then just so you didn't you need uh, brand new games. <laughs> yeah. Although in the majority of PlayStations I've had, um, it's only ever been FIFA I've played on it. But uh, that's kind of going away from Christmas. The reason I said that was because the power did go that year. Um, now, uh, I suppose, look at traditions, Christmas, while we're talking about it, we may as well talk about kind of presents and stuff that you got. I think uh, one of the main ones I remember is the year that I got uh, my uh, my first bike, which was uh, quite, a, quite a good Christmas, that was. Uh, I remember going up with uh, the double glass doors at home, uh, going into the sitting room and I remember going up and looking in and you seen like a glint or a sparkly thing in the front of the fireplace I remember it well and I was like oh my god that's going to be the bike went in and put on the lights um, and um, yeah it was the bike uh, it was like maroon red kind of sparkly as well and uh, geez, I, I, I had that bike for, for a good while that was only my second bike um, because was the first, it the bike you wanted? Uh, yeah, well, I just asked for a bike because at the time, um, well, when I was growing up, I was always asking Santi for one thing uh, and a surprise. So you always got the surprise and the stocking on the mantelpiece and then you got your one big thing or whatever you say. But uh, as far as I know, that bike is still hanging up in the garage as uh, a sentimental value. Couldn't really get rid of. Uh, so that was my first no. actual bike because the first bike that I did learn to cycle on was like a hand-me-down. It's the bike we all learned to ride on. It was like... It had a white and green seat and it was like a dark navy blue bike and we all learned how to ride um uh, cycle on that. So uh yeah, that was my first proper bike. So I remember that Christmas, that was a good Christmas. I remember also getting a bike. I got a Pokemon bike that was purple with a white basket and had Pokemon stickers in the front. And I had wanted it for ages. I remember hounding talking about it like I think I seen it. I don't know where I seen it, but I remember seeing it. But then I got up Christmas Day and there it was, and I had stabilizers on it. <laughs> uh, does that get? Does that give away what age you might have been when you got it if those stabilizers on it, or is this just one of your uh, one of your little flaws that you didn't learn to ride a bike until you're much older? Oh no, I, I I actually was quite young. My cousin taught me, and then I taught my friend. So it was. I think I was about five or six when I got it, if even. Oh okay, so that's uh, stabilizers are all right at that age, I think. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think uh, the electricity might have went I know it's funny uh, I can't really remember any time the electricity went only really at Christmas but I think it went another time and I got in trouble because we had that old carpet in the hallway and I lit a candle to try and uh, find my way around the house and um, I think I was only five or six that's what reminded me when you said that and I dropped the wax all all along the floor on the carpet all up the hall where we now have tiles But uh, and then in through the kitchen and then into the sitting room so that's quite a trail of uh, candle wax that uh, I left on the floor that Christmas morning. And that's not easy to get off either. Uh, no, but you can't get in trouble when it's Christmas, though, can you? Uh, I think you can. Um, I, I, I don't still re- stuff you can do. I don't recall getting in trouble for it anyway, so that's the main thing. No. Um, the I only suppose the o- tradition that I would have had when I was young Go on, yeah. Oh, a tradition I had younger than that kind of has stopped in the last few years was when I obviously would have got the presents from Santi, would have brought them over to my cousin and her a cousin and auntie who lived around the corner. 
I would have stayed over there for tea. But we haven't really done that now in the last five or six years because I suppose Colin was sick one year and then they weren't at home for Christmas. So I think because they haven't been at home for the last few Christmases that we haven't gone over because obviously by the time they come home, it's late. So that's a tradition that would be broken from ones that you would remember years and years and years ago. Um, yeah, you see, it's unfortunate when things do, like, and all it takes, I think, if you don't do a thing one year, I think it's very hard then to go back and to get back into it because people think, oh, it's broken now and things like that, like, you know. And I think that's maybe what last year people were COVID, they were kind of, they really wanted to do all the things that you usually do at Christmas because it had been such a bad year and such a down year that you were looking forward to those things that you usually would do at Christmas. And if you broke them this year, who's the next year you weren't going to get back and do them again yeah and the nature of that is um uh traditions as well once once they're broken as i said they're not a tradition anymore really so i don't really know whether you can go back and do them again no um i have a list on front of me of countries one two three four five six seven eight nine ten 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. That was more countries than I, I, I thought I actually had. So we've done a little bit of research on uh, traditions around the globe. So what did I say? I have 11 countries. So pick a number between 1 and 11. Uh, 8. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. This is riveting podcast content, me counting. So you landed on Italy. On Christmas Eve, Italian children hang their stockings by the chimney, where it remains empty until January 6th. The Befana Day, what the, also known as the Epiphany, when the, I don't know if I'm saying that right, that's obviously an Italian word, word so apologies, I'm, I'm saying that completely wrong. Befana, B-E-F-A-N-A. Uh, no, Epiphany, what? I knew what the word Epiphany is. B-E-F-A-N-A. Uh, during the night, fills it with sweets or coal, depending on whether the children were good or naughty. The Bafana is an old woman, <laughs> okay, which, which in, uh, in brackets, um, that flies on, on a broom. She is considered nice and kind. I think the Italians might be getting Christmas mixed up with... Um, Halloween. Uh, yeah, I think so. Because, like, a witch is definitely a Halloween kind of thing, isn't it? Um, I would say so. Um. Yeah. So I have a message in from Johnny there. Um. So yes, we are going to do an eight point two. So Johnny is going to be on um the Christmas traditions podcast. Um. What we might do is we might talk a little bit more, maybe about presents and Christmas dinner, maybe with him. Then instead, uh, and probably what gin is a good gin to go with Christmas. And we also have to play um the waffle, the waffle, the waffle game as well. Now go again. Number three, one eleven. You already said it. Um, I have one here. Can I read one out? Oh, yes. Firehead, of course. Let's go. Um, so I have Denmark. And in Denmark, Christmas is traditionally celebrated on Christmas Eve. Families enjoy gathering and enjoying a Christmas meal. In many homes, Rieslamde, I think it's called. Could be saying that wrong. A rice pudding dessert is eaten. In the pudding, a single almond is hidden. Uh, whoever finds the almond has good luck for the rest of the year. But there's only like a week left in the year. Would it not be next year, Yennefer? Anyway, uh, dancing is another Danish Christmas tradition. Families often dance around the Christmas tree and sing carols. 
and they bring gifts on Christmas Eve. So that's Denmark. Oh. Um, would you believe it? I have 11 countries researched their little things and Denmark is not on my list. Oh, see, this is from... Um, this is from doing it with kids, so that's why I had it. <laughs> oh, right, okay. So you knew that off um, top of Denmark. Very good. It's just, yeah, funny. it's just funny. It's the one that I don't have. Isn't that mad? Yeah, no, it uh, worked out well. Now, do you want to pick another number, or do you have another country you can do? Is that uh, no, I have another one, but you can, I'll pick another number. Uh, number two. Number two. Ooh, Canada. Um, so that big snowy white country across there. Uh, Santa Claus is a holiday fixture in Canada, but the ethnic diversity of the country is reflected in a variety of holiday traditions. English settlers brought Father Christmas, French settlers welcomed Pierre Noel, and German immigrants brought St. Nicholas. Uh, they're not all just the same person, but in different languages. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure how good of a tradition that is. It just says what Santi's called. But it's in St. Nicholas. One of them is blue in colour, not red. St. Nicholas because is blue? When the Coca-Cola ad first, Santi was, or St. Nicholas was blue. And it was Coca-Cola that changed it to red. Okay, I didn't know that. That's a historical thing, is it? When See, when you are a big multinational, international company as Coca-Cola is, you can change the world. Yeah, you can. Now, uh, go shoot. Uh, what is your other country you have? Uh, I have Ethiopia. Oh, yeah, I don't have that one either. Uh, so the Julian calendar is still used in Ethiopia. So Christmas is celebrated on January 7th during a celebration called Ghana or Jenna. Many Orthodox Ethiopian Christians fast for over 40 days before Ghana. Oh, sorry, before Ghana. During this time, they don't eat meat, fat, eggs or dairy products. And Ghana celebrations also include attending church, paying Jenna, um, a field hockey type game and enjoying a delicious meal. The Ghana feast often includes a traditional Ethiopian flatbread and a stew made with chicken, beef, lamb, or other meat, plus vegetables and peas or lentils. So that's very different to the traditional turkey and ham that we would have here. Uh, and the fact that they would fast for 40 days before, because usually in December people would start eating for Christmas. So oh, and does that, does that say, is that actually on the same date, like Christmas Day, as in we have it? The 25th? No, so they celebrate on the 7th of January. Oh, okay. So, not, so um... that's really like our little Christmas. When you think about it. So then, um, when people are wondering how Santa gets around the whole place, some some of them don't even celebrate Christmas Day, no. Yeah, they're much later. Um, right, go shoot. Last one, I'll do three, and you can do three. Do you have three? Uh, yeah, there's a few here. Okay, pick another one. See what one I have. Uh, eleven. Sweden. In Sweden, Ooh. Christmas is the biggest family holiday. And the biggest day is Christmas Eve. The special meal they eat is what they call a... Oh, why did I get ones that I can't... I should have pro- proofread these. Um, eat is what they call a smogasbord. Smogasbord? Smogasbord. I don't know if we have any Swedish listeners, but apologies. With many kinds of meats and treats. About 10 days before Christmas on St. Lucy's Day, the oldest daughter of the house wears a crown 
with lighted candles and sings to the family. Oh wow. What what if the eldest daughter can't sing? Um fair play, she gets to wear a whole crown though for the Saint Lucy's Day. Hmm. Ten days before Christmas. That's, what's that, the fifteenth? The fifteenth, yeah. Oh. Oh we missed that. What did I say? Oh twentieth. Um now go on your last one. Um uh, my last one is Mexico. Oh, I also have Mexico. What does your Me- what does your Mexico say? My Mexico talks about Las Posadasa. That could be very wrong, but that's what I'm going to say it is. Um, is that what you have in yours? I don't see that word in my in in my um my research. I say research. <laughs> I googled. Go on, Annie. Um, go on. What, what read uh, out Las Posadasa is an important part of celebrating Christmas in Mexico. La Posadasa occurs between December 16th and 24th and celebrates the journey of Joseph and Mary from Nazareth to Bethlehem. The word Posadasa is the Spanish word for inn. Each night during La Posadasa, a child dressed as an angel leads people through the streets asking for a place for Mary and Joseph to stay. Nativity scenes are a traditional way to decorate for Christmas in Mexico. Many people decorate Christmas trees and have star-shaped Christmas piñatas. People often attend church services during the Christmas season and enjoy traditional meals with families. How is that different to your Mexico? Uh, well, I, I'll read my Mexico. Um, I assume it's the same Mexico. I don't think there's two Mexicos in the world. Uh, on Christmas Eve, small children dressed as shepherds stand on either side of the nativity scene while members of the company doesn't say what company kneel and sing a litany a litany what's that song after I'm which really. after which the christ child is lulled to sleep with the cradle song el roro roro baby in arms baby in arms sorry um uh, at midnight the birth of christ is announced with fireworks ringing bells blowing whistles Devote worshippers surge into churches to attend the famous Mista de Gallo or Mass of the Rooster. Oh, Mass of the Rooster. The which? Mass Mass of the Rooster. Yeah. Following Mass, families return home for a tremendous dinner of traditional Mexican foods. Christmas Day, oh, they probably just call it food. Christmas Day has no special celebration, though many have adopted the American style Christmas with a Christmas tree and a Santa Claus. So, um, yeah, so there's Christmas. A lot of places have Christmas Eve as their main one. Yeah, I think in Poland. Is it Poland? No. Oh, you just picked them up from the kids talking about them at school. I don't know which one it is, but they usually have it on Christmas Eve. I think it is Poland. Um, and then, like, they'd open their presents maybe after dinner the next day. Yeah, I don't have Poland in mind. I'm just looking down through the list, unfortunately, so I'm not sure what Poland do. Um, but maybe, um, maybe, well, John might know what to do in Lithuania on um, episode eight point two. Uh, now, we will, we we won't hit the full hour because we don't want to bore you, but because we're going to have obviously eight point two. So what me and John have just um, discussed here is eight point two will be a special Christmas Day one. So we will get it out Christmas morning. It'll be released. Uh, me and John are going to meet up. Um, Possibly Christmas Eve, because we're meeting up Christmas Eve anyway. And maybe do a nice half an hour, 45 um, minute episode 8.2. Um, that'll be out on Christmas morning. So when yous are all nothing to do, you can... Well, if yous, if yous have that much time on your hands on Christmas Day, maybe you can start listening from 1 all the way up to 8. And, when you uh, go and you burn off to Christmas dinner, go for uh, a walk. 
Yeah, exactly. And you can listen to our Christmas uh, special day. So we have a few, John just shot in there, a few different topics to talk about for that then. Um, we will finish off. Um, you get to play Waffle today. Oh, very good. So um, we will set a timer of 30 seconds. No, that's my alarm. <laughs> Which don't I don't... Hard, no, I won't. Uh, so timer. Uh, we get 30 seconds up in here. Um, 30 seconds. We're going to go with a nice easy one, okay? You're going to tell me things about Christmas. Go. Um, lights, um, food, turkey, ham, presents. Yes. Santa. Go on, uh, reindeers. One. Keep going. Oh, is that all? Uh, reindeers, um, mince pies, uh, trifle, um, oh, I'm stuck. Decorations, Christmas trees, hot chocolate. No, keep spuds, going. Roasties, tinsel. Um, That's it, your time's up. What did you make that so hard for? <laughs> no, I didn't it? make it hard. You got presents. Yeah. Uh, I had pudding, crackers, stockings and cards. Mm, Was that not good? I, I will, as, no. I done, as I done with John last week, I will send you that so you to confirm that that is actually what I had. Yeah, you should have got that message there now. Oh, I um, I never thought of uh, stockings. Um, maybe. Well, John gave out to me last week for being um having too wide a topic, but it is Christmas tradition one, so I thought Christmas was right. So maybe it should have been Christmas food or Christmas um paraphernalia instead of uh everything together. So read that out the, read out the list I gave you. Um. Presents, pudding, crackers, stocking, and cards. Just to confirm that that is what I said. So uh, that was unfortunate. <laughs> so you got you, you got one out of five. I did. Yeah, I and uh, you, you actually listened to the one on the Ian Dempsey breakfast show as well. So you should have been yeah, at that. And now I can understand the pressure they're under. <laughs> no, 30 seconds isn't that long of a thing, especially on a, on a, on a wide, uh, on a wide uh, net there. Not on a wide topic like that. Yeah. Now, how uh, was it for your first uh, official um, JB Waffle Hour? Well, I, I survived. I'm not sure how well I did or how, how good of a sub I was, but sure, God loves a trier. No, and uh, my internet was a little bit dodgy tonight, um, so I'm not sure uh, whether we missed some of the things you said or not, but uh, hopefully we got everything in. Yeah, sometimes my internet up with this though. I mean, for some reason on Zoom, it used to happen during lockdown as well, so it could be mine as well. Okay. Well, that is us. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to uh, have a catchphrase or sign off? Uh, me and John, we're eight episodes in now, and we really haven't got um, a signature sign in or intro or a signature sign out or outro. So uh, we usually just say good luck for some reason. Um, but before we do, just a quick reminder we have episodes one to eight now. So feel free to go back and listen through all them. Um, I think, as I said, the uh, Leanne the Nurse episode is gaining a lot of traction. Um, people seem to like that, so we'll have to get her back. Um, she kind of promised she might be uh, pop in to us maybe next week. Um, she doesn't have to commit to the whole hour. She can pop in for 10 minutes. That is no problem. We'll take that. Um, if you're going to email us with any correspondence course, it's jbwafflehour at gmail.com. Uh, you can go on to Instagram, the jbwafflehour podcast. We're up into the 20s now on followers. Excellent. There is also a link in bio on that Instagram. Uh, so you can submit your correspondence there if you want instead of email and things like that. 
Um, so yeah, so that's uh, the JB Waffle Hour done for this week. And you can join us for our special one-off Christmas special episode. Uh, that'll be out Christmas morning, uh, Christmas Day morning. So uh, looking forward to that, maybe. Um, anything else to say? Anything else you want to add in there at the end? No, just no a kind of ditch to everybody. Oh, and that's the teacher coming out now. Fair play to you. Um, okay, we shall chat you in episode 8.1. I'm not sure, or 8.2, this was 8.1. Um, should we just call it episode 9? I'm not sure. We'll, we'll, we'll have to have a, a podcast um, management meeting on that. Um, until then, um, good luck. That's it. We're done. Bye now. Sean. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.